Great stories told by great personalities. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And this is the talk shop here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And don't forget, if you'd like to join in, if you'd like to share in the conversation, the number is 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207. Otherwise, you can pop us an SMS at 34701. Well, let me tell you what we're going to be talking about in the second hour here on the show. First up, workplace bullying. Is there such a thing as bullying in the workplace? Isn't that just something that happens in schools? Well, apparently not. Apparently it's absolutely rife in the workplace, even up as far as the boardroom. So we're going to be chatting about that to August Gusti Kutzer. He's going to be uh, giving his viewpoint on that. And after that, we're going to be hearing a little bit about the National Research Foundation's Science for Society lecture. It's called Biotechnology, Productive Forest Plantations as a Possible Answer to Our Energy and Material Needs. And uh, if you're thinking, now, what on earth is that all about? Well, I can tell you, it's all about some very important, uh, valuable thinking. So we'll be diving into that one as well. Now, forget, once again, give us a call if you'd like to share 0891 104 207. 0891 104 207. So let's start off with bullying. I'm not sure if it's something that you're aware of. It's something that you've, uh, you've uh, experienced yourself, or maybe it's something you've actually perpetrated. We're back to the sort of perpetrator victim story, aren't we? But it's assumed that it's something that happens in the schoolyards, you know, the schoolroom bully. But in fact, it happens everywhere, at home, at work, including business and management, and even in the boardroom. But the point about it is that it's really acknowledged in executive circles, because I think that's where the power is. And power is one thing, bullying is another. In fact, victims may even go into denial, making it even more complex. Well, somebody who knows a great deal about this a gentleman by the name of August Gusti Kutzer, who has written a piece all about it. He's the Director of Executive Search at Talent Africa, and we have him on the line. Hi there, Gusti. Hello, Good hello. Day. Hello. It's Gusti, but I'm a female. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I was, I, as I was saying it, I thought, it might be a woman. I'm terribly sorry, Gusti. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you very much. <laughs> Even more important that you're a female, because may, I don't want to be making assumptions here, but one can assume, possibly, that a woman is easier to bully than men. But let's not make any assumptions. Give us, give us an idea of where you're coming from here. Obviously, workplace bullying is something that you have seen. You know that it exists. Give us your background on it. Okay. I'm an executive bitch, so I do hear that Okay. And often we find... Top executives coming to us and said that look, I'm looking for another opportunity. And if you delve and you uh, explore, you actually realise that they've been bullying, but not physically. I mean, that's the extreme, emotionally or psychologically. And they would come to you and say, I don't fit in here. But if you talk to them and you really listen to them, there's always one person who is taking the upper hand. And it is not often the superior. It's often one of the colleagues. And I think that is more worrying. So did I understand you right? What you're saying is that very often people will leave a company simply because they have been being bullied and haven't known what to do about it. Absolutely. Mm. And what is more worrying is most executives don't know where to go or who do they talk to. Do they not go to the HR department? Well, 
uh, in the most recent case since my article was published, uh, I don't know if that was forwarded to you. Yes, yes, I Yes, where that person went to the employee assistance program, and the employee assistance program just did nothing. But the problem is that often HR and the HR director also sit at the executive committee. So if the HR person didn't pick it up at the executive committee, where does that person go to? Well, yes, absolutely. I, mean, I suppose that you know, if there's somebody in the in the organisation that you can trust, you might send, you might tell them. But in telling somebody that you're being bullied, it, it almost feels like a sign of weakness. But let's go back to the beginning of this because I, your, the research that you've done says that there has been research on this since the 1980s, and that apparently there are five types of different bullying. So we'll go through, through those. But let me just open the lines: 0891104207. Bullying and the workplace, is it something that you have experienced? And if you have experienced, how have you dealt with it? Have you left, as Gusty says? I mean, have you simply said, that's it, I can't take this anymore? Or have you stood up to the bully? And and if so, has that caused even more conflict? Give us a call, 0891 Equally, it may be something that you've seen happening with somebody else and you've stood back. And rather than jump in there and do something about it, you've just stood and witnessed it. Very interesting. So, Gusty, just just give us an idea of what these five different types of bullying are. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll start uh, with the most uh, obvious one, is where, wherever you express an opinion, everybody sort of laughs at you or makes you out as an idiot and ignores you. But often it is because those people that ignore you or sabotage your ideas are in themselves uh, not performing in the job. So it would be people that are throwing out good ideas because the good ideas could threaten them or expose them as non-performers. Hmm. Can I, before you go on, can I just stop you there? That, you know, the idea of a person sort of putting forward their ideas and then finding that everybody's laughing at them, that sounds like sort of group bullying. Is that something that happens a lot? A group bullying is normally referred to as mobbing. Okay. Uh, one on one would be bullying, but when a group takes action towards an individual, that's normally referred to as mobbing. And disturbingly, this most probably happens a lot in uh, more uh, sort of um, specialized skills level and upwards. So mobbing is very seldom found at a lower level, although the one example that of that individual that wrote to us and you in possession of that person's complaint, that would be an, uh, an absolute example of mobbing. You know, you can't help feeling possibly it's because this person has got an Achilles heel. It may be that they... I don't know, maybe they've got a stutter, maybe they dress funny. Maybe it, it, Does it usually happen because somebody has got a weakness somewhere along the line? Because that, you know, that might be, um, you know, the reason why somebody would want to leave because they feel that they've been outed because they're weak. No, often um, the victim is not weak. Uh, but if you totally, if you never accept it in the group, at some point or time, 
you will say, I don't fit in. And the question is, who doesn't fit in? The person who can contribute of the ones or the ones that don't contribute. Yes. So there's, so there's group bullying, the mobbing, as you call it. Um, give us some of the other uh, ways in which bullying gets manifest. Okay. A lot of it can be social belting through calling names, um, uh, but that would be an extreme form of bullying. Mm. There are more subtle, subtle ways of bullying, and I think this is where it happens at the executive level, is where you will not um, share, uh, I can almost say, compassion with an individual. Uh, to uh, Mobbing or bullying in the extreme could be swearing at somebody or ignoring them, but it's mainly more subtle where you spread a rumor in the workplace about somebody. Hmm. Uh, to, to You know, often you can say, oh, did you know this and this of the person, but it's totally unfounded. So you, you spread a rumor. Yeah, it's, it's it's dark, isn't it? Again, if I can just ask you on that one, is it is, is the bully very often doing this deliberately, consciously, or, or you know, are they sort of perhaps uh, unaware of the fact that they're undermining this particular person? I think you must be very insensitive or emotionally unbalanced if you don't know how you're attacking somebody else at the core of their personal or the human being. So I think they're very aware of what they're doing. So so we've got social belittling, we've got reputational attacks via rumour, you know, sort of setting up lies, telling lies about people, and the others? Uh, I think the, the other one is, you know, when a person then starts really showing severe symptoms like being sick, they would say, oh, oh, he's always sick. Or, um, you know, he's crazy. Or um, have you seen that uh, he's not coping in the workplace? That might be true, but, but that would be when the person is at the end of their tethers. And that is sometimes where I find it very sad is that the superior of that person doesn't step in. But sometimes the, the mob is so strong that even the manager would not step in, and that is where it's very sad. Yes, I imagine if somebody is maybe not well, maybe they have some sort of, uh, you know, recurring conditions, that, you know, that sort of bullying or mobbing, as you call it, would make it even worse. So they would, you know, that would make their condition even worse. Mm. Is, is, generally speaking, this bullying or mobbing, is it... Is it sort of gender-specific? Is it age-specific? Does it happen to younger people, older people? Is there a cultural difference here? What, what do you think? You know, uh, unfortunately, and I'm a woman, unfortunately I have to say that, yes, it's men on men, but increasingly is the female bosses that are actually putting the male counterparts down we, you know, males are also suffering with their careers and building up their careers, and they most probably don't seek help. And often you would find that a female executive is most insensitive towards bullying. 
unexpected, or at least it goes against the stereotypes, but they were all uh, at risk of, um, you know, making assumptions about stereotypes. Give us a call. Maybe workplace bullying is something that you've experienced or seen it happening to somebody else, in which case, if you did, did you do anything about it? If you could have done anything about it, what might you do? Give us a call, 0891 104207, 0891 104207, or pop it an SMS. In fact, Terence has just SMSed, and he says, workplace bullying can be just as bad as it, presumably, as it is in schools and it can really break your self-esteem absolutely Terence I think that's what's so awful Gusty isn't it it's, it's what it does to the person who's being bullied how should the person who feels that they're being bullied if they identify it as being bullied what should they do and that is I think the million dollar question because it depends on who you can trust uh, and Often, it, it is not, unfortunately, the HR department. Uh, I think the best is to, to try and perform as best as possible and that your performance speaks for yourself. That would be the best form of self-defense. In other words, outperform the rest that are not performing. Uh, in that instance, it would help if your personal life and your home circumstances is very supportive. Those kind of people can pull through if their personal lives are also healthy. It's very difficult if the HR department are not helpful. It's a bit like going to the police station and reporting something, and the police say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. That's your problem. Um, you know, the HR department really are there for it. Would it be unforgivable to perhaps go to your superior or... Or is that sort of like ratting? I'm, I'm not sure. Is that, is that not a cool thing to do? Uh, I'm hoping that most companies will have like, a, I can almost say, uh, anonymous reporting line where it can be reported and then most probably, let's say, the auditor even or, or the company's the communications officer picks this up or even the brand building person picks it up. It doesn't necessarily have to lie with HR. It can also be the sustainability officer that can be involved in this process. Because in the end, it is going to affect general productivity and the image of that company. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose the first thing is to identify that that's what the issue is. 0891 if you'd like, give us a call. Tell us your experience of workplace bullying, 0891 We've got Henry on the line from Vitbank. Hi, Henry. Yes, ma'am. I was suffering for about 23 years. Oh. Yes. At the steel company, there was a guy, a white guy, who was treating me badly. What did, can, you, can you tell us what he did? What, how did he do this? He was... He was talking funny ways to to me and the the colleagues and the big bosses. And you were there for twenty three years suffering this. Yes, I was suffering for that for that years. Mm. But since now I am out at the at the that place, I'm I'm feeling well now. Yeah. Did it did it damage your self esteem? Did it make you feel very bad? Yes, ma'am. Oh, shame, Henry. 
Thanks for, for calling in. I mean, you see, that's exactly it, isn't it, Gusty? It, it can really, I mean, for a, that length of time, to be probably, possibly dreading going to work would have a terrible effect on a person's self-esteem. I think we have another caller. We have Anonymous, in fact, from Tabazimbi. Hi, Anonymous. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm fine. I, I think I also experienced that kind of, uh, you know, behavior at work. Mm. I... I've been working for a quite number of years here, it's over 15 years, whereby uh, I was transferred from... Uh, when I came in here, I, I, I was told that the, uh, the, the, the work that I was working, there was another two ladies that went to actually get that position. But now when I started, you know, introducing or proving myself, 